series on Top Radio 103.1 FM, and I'm your host, Bernard Kelvin Live, and today uh, my guest is here. My guest is, my guest is Regina Ijari, founder and CEO of Sirunku Solutions. Regina, good morning. Regina. Good morning, Bernard. Good to hear your voice. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. What about you? Good as good here. Okay. Uh, Regina, welcome to Women Premier Series. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad you said have you had breakfast. Sorry? Have you had breakfast? No. I'm, I'm not a breakfast person. <laughs> You're a breakfast person. Okay. Yeah. Brunch or lunch or Yes. Whatever. I'm more of a lunch person. Mm, uh, I, I snack. You snack. Uh, In the mornings and then have lunch. I don't think it's a healthy... I know. Healthy. Yes, it's really bad. I'm trying to change it. I hope you do so soon. I will, I will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> All right. Listeners, my guest is Regina Ijai, founder and CEO of Sironku Solutions, and she's the guest on Women Premier Series, and we're looking at how far she's come with her. Whatever she's doing, she's really doing great things, and uh, I know I don't... I want you to just stay tuned and listen to her own story. Yeah, let's let's get started. Let, let's get to know you personally. Who is Regina Ijai, and who are you? Well, that's an interesting question. Exactly. Um... I'm a Ghanaian woman, something that I'm very proud of, so I say it a lot. And um, I'm passionate about technology and social change. I come from a small family, very supportive parents and uh, wonderful siblings. That's very important because they have been my bedrock, my family and my friends. Um, I I like the simple things in life. And um, I'm just... uh, 100% 100% techie. <laughs> 100% techie. Yes. That, right? uh, like you said, that uh, you have a very supportive family, and that is very good. And every person pursuing entrepreneurship and working, very supportive family. And let's look at your entrepreneurial journey. When did you decide to embark on this entrepreneurial journey? Uh, it's actually. Um, I never thought I'd be an entrepreneur because, you know, like, normally the indoctrination most uh, Ghanaian children get is you're supposed to go to school, study hard, find a good job and if you're a woman you're supposed to marry, have children, see, so there's like a plan, you follow that so I mean I had all that in my mind, I I saw entrepreneurs and I was like oh wow they are struggling and you know so I was like nah, I'm just going to go to school, get a good job and rise up the corporate ladder um, I went to Ashesi University, and that's when I guess the seed was planted in my mind. At Ashesi, we had a liberal arts program, so we got the chance to explore different subjects, and I found that I had different strengths and you know different things appealed to me. And Ashesi is all about creating ethical leaders, so we had a class um, leadership and entrepreneurship. And even I remember the first time in the class, I told my lecturer that I don't think I'll be an entrepreneur. But during the course of the class, I realized, wow, um, an entrepreneur is simply a problem solver. Somebody who identifies a problem and, you know, has a solution and works towards it. So I started to think, I see so many problems and I think I have a solution. So I think I should start thinking about entrepreneurship. But I went into corporate, Ghana, I worked at a software company, then I went into the bank, and at the bank I wasn't the right fit, so I realized um, banking was great, but it just wasn't for me, based on my personality and based on the things that I wanted to do. So one day, 
Um, yes, one day. You know, when you decide to quit a stable job, especially in an industry like banking where you get your salary on time, you get all these allowances and bonuses, it's not easy. And um, to go into the unknown <laughs> of being an entrepreneur, you don't know if you're going to make money, if your entrepreneurial venture is going to fall flat on its face. It's really scary. So the decision did not come lightly. I planned it, but I, every time I was approaching the day that I had to do it, I would sort of say, okay, no, 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 next month. Uh, you know, something is happening this month. I have to finish this project. Oh, or an allowance is coming in next month. So the day that I decided to quit, I didn't even know in the morning when I woke up. I just had this strong feeling in my spirit that that was the day. I prayed about it, and then I quit. Uh, what a journey. You prayed about it. And yes. Yeah. You kept on postponing and went to quit your job. Yes. It, it wasn't like, you know, it's, it's really very difficult because, you know, you're used to, once you have a stable job and um, you assume certain responsibilities, um, you're thinking, okay, you have to keep your stable job. And I mean, exactly. And I felt that I was young, I was vibrant, and um, I had, like, like I said, a solution. So I had to sort of follow my passion instead of just do something that I wasn't very passionate about. So the decision kept being postponed, but one day I was like, this is it. <laughs> so I just did it. Now, you mentioned a lot of things, and you mentioned one, you followed your passion, and the thing that you said that you identified um, in problems, and you know that you have solutions. Let's look at Soronko solutions. Seeing that Regina and Jerry have solutions, so what are you, what problems are you solving with Sronko Solutions? Okay. So one of the problems I identified working in the bank was that um, for small and medium-scale enterprises, any time that you try to introduce new technologies to them, even in the case of banking technologies, it took a very long time for them to sort of adopt it. You know, and the processes that they were running, um, even when they would like sort of take loans, they were unable to pay the loans because um, they were using very bad practices in their businesses. Um, most of the things they were doing were very manual, you know, very outdated. And they were not even reaching out to a larger audience to sell their goods and products. So I was like, I talked to a couple of uh, small and medium scale enterprises. And the main challenge was, first, they didn't understand the technology solutions that were out there. And second, they felt that they were too expensive. So I realized that nobody was really catering to that market, you know. Um, so I thought, okay, why don't I design these unique solutions for this market, which is the majority of, of um, business in Ghana, a small and medium scale. Um, it could be web, it could be mobile, it could be POS. It doesn't have to come already in a box. It, has, it will be tailor-made towards their particular venture that they are doing and make it, you know, work for them. So I thought, okay. Um, I'm going to create Sronko Solutions and one of our mandates is to sort of look at the small and medium scale industry. Yes, in the initial stages, they may not be able to afford advanced software, but they may not need advanced software. They need maybe something simpler. To, and as they grow, their technology needs would also grow. So I decided to work with them, you know, give them training, consulting, and also build these solutions that would be unique or tailor-made towards whatever it is that they are doing to help them grow their businesses, grow their economy, and that helps in um, everybody. Okay, great. We, we, we're going to look at your, your startup challenges and, and all that, but now let's look at, you decided to focus on SMEs, 
And so how different is uh, Sunoco Solutions, I mean, your services from other uh, existing companies, IT firms, and what they are doing? Well, the um, three main differences between our services and other software companies is, number one, customer service. Um, customer service. When I say customer service, some people may take that for granted. Like, you mm -hmm. know, when you deal with customers, um, your timelines, your deliverables, you know, um, when you say you're going to do something, do you do it exactly when you're going to do it? Um, do you make sure that you are listening to your customer, not giving your customer what you think your customer wants? And um, for us, it's all about customer service and prompt delivery. So I know that in the IT industry, you have people that will promise you, oh, I'll build this software for you. Mm -hmm. And then you're expecting it in one month. And one month comes, when you call, it's like it has been postponed, oh, this and this. And sometimes people don't even pick up their phones, you know. It's like you don't even hear from them. You are chasing after them for the solution. And um, those are two main those are the two main things that we're different in because apart from the fact that we give great customer service and prompt delivery, we also make sure that whatever it is that we are building is unique to you. You know, it's really what you need. So we don't just sort of bring software in a box and package it and give it to everybody, no. We look at your unique circumstances and build something just for you. Well, okay, so you focus on uh, customer service, prompt delivery, and make sure tailor-made exactly. software tailor-made demand yes. of, of yeah. the, those various companies. So that's that's a good plus there for any IT firm looking at uh, custom-made um, software to meet yes, their exactly. needs. Exactly, and, and you see, they are all local. So, you know, you can take a solution that works in the West mm -hmm. and then bring it here. But that does not mean it will work the way it worked mm -hmm. in the West. So I feel like instead of just packaging software that's already out there, we make it, um, like, we look at the local context and look, okay, what is working in Ghana? So we build it for what works in that environment. If the customer is looking at going global too, we add that. So it's really tailor-made to suit whatever it is that the customer is doing. Okay, we'll look at some of the softwares and uh, later on. But I want, oh, let's, look, let's look at what has been your worst experience since you started? <sighs> worst experience? Yeah. Um, you know, like when I talk to people about being an entrepreneur, I tell them, you really need a lot of passion because especially when you're doing business here, you know, business is about trust so and also about relationships. So um, I will sort of have an agreement with you. We can sign a contract. I will expect you to fulfill a certain obligation, and you will expect me to fulfill a certain obligation. Some of my experiences are customers not paying on time, you know, after you've delivered the service. That can be very challenging because... Um, you are counting on something to happen. And the other thing for me is, being a female in the tech um, industry, I feel like I'm judged by my gender and age. <laughs> so when I, when I walk into an office um, and people see me, they're like, are you sure you're a software developer? I mean, they're not used to having a, a, a female young software developer coming, saying, okay, I've done A, B, C, D. So I always get the reaction of, shock <laughs> so the initial reaction is are you really sure you are you know you're as good as you say you know and but the good thing is i come recommended so that really helps my business that you come recommended yes now ladies uh if you're listening you want to get a mentor someone in the area of it technology there's a young person regina uh, jerry of strong solutions and you can look up to somebody like this as she shares a story that it doesn't matter I see your age, your size, and whatever, where your gender, you can still do that. 
wherever you find yourself to be. So that is Regina Ijari listening. If you have any questions or comments, if you're on Facebook, you can just post in our group. That's U4I's forum group or post on our page, U4I's uh, project. That is facebook.com slash U4I's project. Or you can also post on the post I made on my wall, facebook.com slash Bernard Kelvin, and we're going to read it live on air for you. You can also text in your question to Regina, in area of ICG, and whatever you need now to 0244961121. Text your questions, your contributions now to 0244961121. Regina, let's look at you. you, you Mentioned about your worst or not really worst, but your challenges in and starting up a business now. Let's look at your your best days, your best moments that you want to share with us now. Well, um, some of the best moments for me actually is the fact that I keep getting phone calls um, from people who say we've heard about you and we want you to do A M A B C D. For me, it affirms whatever it is that I'm doing that people. Um, sort of like my services and keep calling. So every time I get a call or I get an email and the emails are all over. Um, I got an email from somebody in Nigeria who had heard about the work that I'm doing and wanted me to do some work. I'm working on a project in Mali uh, with rice farmers. So for me, those are the best, like my best moments, having people want my services, having people recommend me, having somebody call and say, oh, you know, um, you did some work for A, and A said you were very good, and they want you to do some work, um, I want you to do some work for me. So for me, those are some of the great moments. And also being able to, like, move from, so I started Shunko in my parents, um, sorry, I started Shunko at home, um, in the house that I live in. So I've rented a place and I started Shunko for, um, at home and now I've moved to an office. So for me, that's growth, you know. Um, I could have decided to sort of stay at home and just be doing it small, 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 small. But um, for me to be able to start from home and grow my business and move to an office and keep growing it is, is one, of, one of the best moments for me. Congratulations to you on that. Thank you. No, now business really tries on trust and recommendations. So yes. if you are getting this too, it means you're really doing a good job. Thank because you. Because we can be recommended and trusting and getting testimonials and emails and calls. It means Regina is doing a whole lot of things. So if you're listening, you want any, want if you if uh, Regina has offered any service to you by Strong Solution, you can also text in your. Let's have your voice to hear that to get to zero two four four nine six one one two one. Or just post on Facebook, facebook.com slash project or facebook.com slash Bernard Kelvin. Post as comments and we're going to read it for you. And certainly we have some freebies for you. Okay. Now, Regina, um, I know all entrepreneurs really work hard. Uh, what keeps you up at night? Actually, two things keep me up. The first one is actually coding. You know, software developers are nocturnal beings. We like to work at night because at night is cool and calm and, you know, it's like it's just you. You go into your own world. So that keeps me up. And also thinking about strategies, you know, strategies to grow my business. Um, what are some of the avenues that I can do to attract new business? So you're constantly thinking, you know, ways to better whatever it is that you're doing. So for me... That keeps me up sometimes, thinking, okay. Um, and also, when I have a deadline, that keeps me up. <laughs> because 
I don't want to miss my deadlines. If I tell you Tuesday one o'clock, Tuesday one o'clock, you know. So if I have a deadline and I haven't finished, I can't have a good night's rest. <laughs> I have to make sure that I've done whatever it is that I have to do before I can, you know, rest easy. Wow, that's good. You're you're driven by work and passion to yeah. get it fulfilled, and that's a good plus and good attribute of a good entrepreneur to do that. Now let's look at uh, Regina. What are your personal keys to success in business? You can share some of that. I have certain principles that I live by. And um, some of those principles are, number one, passion. And um, number two, following the right channel. Um, What I mean by that is, you can be passionate about something, but then you realize, okay, um, so things are not going as, as you planned, so you're going to sort of skip some steps you know, or sort of, you know, do things in not in the right way just so you can get ahead. I feel like personally, because of my principles and because of the fact that I'm not willing to compromise on them, I'm not willing to, you know, um, sort of compromise on who I am, but do things in the right way. I'm willing to grow. So I'm not in a hurry, <laughs> you know, to reach the finish line. You know, I'm willing to take it step by step. And I feel like for that, it's a learning and growing experience that's pushing me. So when I fail, it's a learning experience. When I succeed, it's a learning experience. And I feel like it's all helping me to grow my business to the point that I want to take it in, in the right step. So I'm not like cutting corners or sort of doing shoddy work because of my principles or because of who I am. Wow. You're listening, you're a young entrepreneur, bad in one you want to go into one. And some of these key principles are very important to know. She says she's not in a hurry to succeed or to do anything. In everything, when you want to consider as a failure, she sees it as a learning curve. If you succeed, it's still a learning curve. So, what are you learning daily if you're listening to us and you want to push your business that you're not cutting corners? Honesty is, is a great uh, thing to do to be honest and faithful to the work you do. Regina, let's look at Strong Solutions. What are your future projections or goals for Strong Solutions? Well, Strongco is a social enterprise. So we have two main functions. Like I said, the first one is providing affordable technology solutions for small and medium-scale enterprises. And the second one is we are using mass technology to drive human potential. So in those two regards, we're hoping that in the next five years, um, Sunko will be a brand that is synonymous with great solutions that is driving SMEs, not just in Ghana, in sub-Saharan Africa. Because, you know, SMEs are really the majority of businesses driving growth in, uh, in Africa. So we're hoping to have solutions that have worked here, um, solutions that are even like have been packaged and are working in other countries. So we're hoping to really be like the technology backbone for the SME um, growth. You know, so when you hear of a small scale um, enterprise growing and growing on the back of technology, it would have grown on the back of Shrinko Solutions, you know, providing those uh, those technology solutions. And also on the second part with the driving human potential, we do some work in the rural areas where we, we have um, these two programs. So we have the Growing STEMS program, and it's growing science, technology, engineering, and mathematics skills. So we take laptops, we take tablets, we take mobile phones, and we engage these children 
with science and technology games. We let them conduct experiments, you know. So we're trying to bring the practical aspects of science and technology back. And we're hoping to start an apprenticeship program where these kids can convert their skills into businesses, you know, and um, can sort of develop their skills into something more. So we're, we're, we're hoping that the situation will be where the local kids in the rural areas stop that mentality where they're sort of waiting for help. Mm-hmm. We equip them with the skills so that they look at the problems that they have around them and are able to solve them. Be it a mobile phone application that gives farmers information or a mobile nurse application that gives you information about um, preventable or treatable diseases, about the nearest hospital, you know, or be it a little solar um, application or something that does water purification. So these are some of the things that we are engaging the kids in and hoping to get them to start to be able to build these solutions. So we want to eradicate the aid, donor, and sitting down waiting for somebody to come and help you. We want local people to use local resources to fix their own problems. And we're starting with the, with the youth. Uh, I really want that, that fishing and that dream and we need to drive that down. We need to local local, I mean, thing to solve our local yeah. problems and get solutions. No waiting for help from the Western world. Exactly. But we need to, we, we, have, we have the solutions. Exactly. We, we have it. We, yeah, we, ha- we have a great human cap- um, capital, a great human potential, but I feel like um, we have to harness it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we need to be able to, you know, sort of bring it out and sort of develop it. So there's a big skills gap and we need to be able to fill that gap. And we can be creating great solutions that will even be exported, you know. So we don't have to sort of wait and rely on somebody to come and, you know, help us. I think I think we have it all here. Um, most people ask me, did I study abroad? And I always say, no. no. <laughs> you don't have to study abroad to be able to do wonderful things in your own country. I am homegrown. Everything I've done has been in Ghana. All my education has been in Ghana. I mean, my experiences abroad have been either work or vacation. But everything I am and everything I've developed has been homegrown. So I'm a testament to the fact that you can grow things locally that can, you know, be used outside. So I really believe in that. Yeah, we can grow our own human capital and grow things, even technology here in Africa. Exactly. In that line, what, what is your advice to young um, um, business uh, entrepreneurs in Ghana who are starting up your advice in this area? My first advice is never give up <laughs> because <laughs> the road is not easy. But um, if you're passionate about something, and make sure that you identify a problem. One of the things that I've realized is that some people, as a, if you're going to be successful as an entrepreneur, you must be solving something. So don't sort of create your own problem and look for your own solution. No. If you do that, it's not sustainable. So really make sure that whatever it is that you are doing solves a problem. Don't just do head mentality. And what I mean by head mentality is, okay, so, you know, in the neighborhood, when one woman opens a bread shop, Two days later, everybody has opened a bread shop because you've seen that that one woman's bread shop is making money. No, don't just follow the crowd. Stand out. You know, make sure that you've 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 identified a problem and you have a solution. If if you have that, you will be successful in whatever it is that you're doing. And passion and don't give up. <laughs> passion, don't give up, and then just just look for real problems and give real solutions exactly. to them and be solution-minded individual. Now we look at we have some. St- Questions on Facebook and SMS, and you can still send your SMS to zero two four four nine six one one two one eighteen to do IT technology. You have questions for Regina, Jerry of Sol- Solution, you just text into us or post on our Facebook page 
facebook.com slash youthwise project or if you are part of the group youthwise forum post your questions your contributions there or facebook.com slash bennett kelvin just add your comment to that and we're going to read it live on air now before we proceed on our discussion becoming very interesting and real questions let's go for a musical break and i want you to dance to this music and <laughs> As as yeah, you know this track. And to all of you listening out there, enjoy this track. Um, by should I give you in suspense, or you want to know? I want to know. <laughs> well, I. The life is sweeter than, but you for take it easy and make you know the rush and blow your meter on. Just get your hustle on, then we fly you day for land. Use your head and use your hand. Don't you envy brother man? After all, we all be one. No hey, don't keep doing what you do it and don't watch nobody. Now who you for listen? Be Baba God. Mankind go give you story, but in the end they go leave you lonely. So make your own story, yeah. Wallahi, baby, I'm a Juno Bankoma. I keep moving on, I'm a soldier. I'm not gonna lose the title like a holder, yeah. Wallahi, baby, I'm a Juno Bankoma. I keep moving on, I'm a soldier. I'm not gonna lose the title like a holder. Winners don't quit, cause quitters don't win. God forgive us, save it from sin. Bless us with success and a couple of things. And protect us, we all know the trouble it brings. Where's who break us? Where's who make us? Where's who take us? Yeah, don't lose that title. Don't lose that dream. Keep fighting on, keep sojourning on, and you can make that dream uh, happen and realize those dreams. And I got some questions and contributions on Facebook, and I want to add that to you. But before then, let's look at look at African dream. Look at uh, how do we push it with technology and all that. Now, what do you think, especially in the area of technology? How can Africa realize its full potential in the area of technology? Well, I feel like one of the ways that Africa can look at that is take advantage of the mobile technology boom. For example, in Ghana, mobile penetration is 100% now. Mm. And um, the mobile phone has really brought a, a revolution in technology, especially in Africa. That is even surpassing what's happening in the West. So I feel like if you have a tool, like a mobile phone, which is now widely you know, accessible, mo- almost uh, most people have a mobile phone, you can use that technology to bring solutions in healthcare, education, um, finance, banking, commerce. You know, M-Pesa is very successful in Kenya, and Kenyans are doing wonderful things with M-Pesa. And um, in Ghana, there are some organizations also doing some things with mobile technology. So I feel like Africa should ride on that. You know, let's think about some 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 solutions that we can bring using the mobile phone as a tool to sort of affects the masses, you know, to sort of um, bring a change in, um, to different, different people. So that's one of the tools that we can, we can use. Using and also, I feel like um, another thing in terms of technology is to make sure that we have more local content, you know, and um, <laughs> be it even in languages, but also in how technology works. So most technologies in the West are tailor-made towards how life works there. So let us also introduce our own culture into technology. And maybe it can be important, like I said, where people use how we do things out there. So I feel Mm. like we can ride on the mobile technology boom and also bring our own local flavor or swagger (laughs) (laughs) 
into into technology solutions. Okay, so Africa, let's rise on a uh, right, especially on mobile technology, and and there are lots of things happening now, and you know, even in terms of technology and mobile technology in Ghana. And and this is a shout out to you all tech guys from Ken to Maximus to everyone. Hey, hey, let's keep doing. Edison, all of you out there, and those using even uh, tech and culture, I think we're going to look at that sometime yeah. again. So, so there's a lot happening, especially even in Ghana, yes. using technology, mobile technology, and and not forgetting Sirocco Solutions. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, you can still text into 0244961121, your questions, contributions, and as we look at how to drive a change using mobile technology now with Sirocco Solutions, and this is Women Pioneer Series on Top Radio Geofice Forum. And I'll pick some few qu- qu- questions from Facebook and then text message and look at we can end up for today. Uh, this is by Gideon Marcel coming. He says, I'm an activist and I want to know if Regina has solutions for our work in activism, like building a platform where you can sign petitions, collect signatures, etc., like a local internet platform rather than foreign ones like change.org. Happy New that. Well, Gideon, I don't have a solution that I've built, but we can talk. I mean, we can definitely build something like that for you. Uh, uh, very, very easy. So maybe Gideon, you should take my number so we talk after the interview. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gideon, we look at we look into that. How we can use that? Uh, I think this we can ride on this easily using the mobile technology. Exactly. Because that's easy for people yes, to exactly. just communicate. We look at that, and yeah. Gideon, you're going to pay a premium for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is from Pakofi uh, teenager. He says that amazing intellect, and I like her voice too. <laughs> As if I sneeze, you like your voice. <laughs> Thank Bobby, you. Have a good morning. And this is from Aaron Lordstone. He says, Hi, good morning, Regina. Good morning. On your website, you wrote that. Oh, okay. Um, we went with the State School of the Deaf. Um, we were invited by an organization called Leading Ladies. And uh, before I went, um, I thought, okay, I don't see that many deaf people. So I was thinking, there aren't that many deaf people. But when we went to the state school of the deaf, I was really surprised because there were so many deaf children. And I asked myself, so what happens to the deaf children? I mean, because I have been in the industry for a while and I I practically don't know a single deaf person. So is it that they are um, being kept away from society or they are not integrating? So what we did is we came up with this application. It's a signing monkey. So... It's a communication tool. So what happens is when you click on a word, there's a monkey that signs ASL. Um, So the deaf person can understand what it is that you're trying to communicate. And the deaf person can just type something. And then you, obviously, you can read what the deaf person is trying to say. So it was a communication tool to bridge the gap and help the deaf sort of integrate back into um, society. So we're looking at also tools for the disabled. And we're actually going to go back and work with them to get some better ways so that now... You can see deaf people around. You can see, you know, like blind people. Technology can bridge the gap. They don't have to sort of keep yes. away from, you know, society. They can. We can all integrate. Oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Tech is very powerful. Then we can do that. Okay, now I'm picking my text messages. This is this. I'm afraid from Alaju. Kindly ask Regina. That's you. Uh, as a young entrepreneur, what are some of the principles that may help me in becoming a good entrepreneur? That's from Fred from Alaji. Fred, thank you for this. Fred, yes. Principle. Fred, one. principles. Uh, the first one is that, like I said, you have to identify a problem. The second one is you have to be very passionate and driven because there'll be days that you think, okay, I'm, I have to give up. This thing is so hard. There'll be days or 
plans that you have made and you're thinking they're going to be successful and you know you realize that things are not going as you planned but if you um, have identified a problem you have a solution and you don't give up and you're passionate I feel like you'll be able to be successful because you see if people are going to support you or help you in whatever entrepreneurial venture they have to believe in in the fact that you believe in what you're doing so if you don't believe in whatever it is that you're doing or you're just sort of winging it as in like you are doing try and error I'll try and see if I'll no then no one is going to even sort of buy into whatever it is that you're doing so you need to believe in whatever it is that you're doing and don't change course unnecessarily just because there's a little obstacle keep the path you know so if you have those principles I believe you'll be successful alright thank you very much for that and I hope you you were answered even though you can always contact and listen to you twice from every Saturday at 9am we bring you solutions not problems like Sronko solution alright shortly you're going to hear the voice of a port in the house <laughs> alright now another, another contribution to the question this is she said that I heard of Regina from a work colleague called Ajoa Amuakun so I googled Regina up and I was amazed at her accomplishments from Apprentice Africa to a Microsoft interview to Soronko Solutions to being an Aspen Fellow. Regina, you are amazing. Thank it's you. From Thank, Thank you, Yasantwe. Good. See, you are amazing. Yes, you are. <laughs> I was telling you about this. Okay, now, uh, okay, there's this an input I picked that last day, but let's look at it. Uh, as a hard-working young entrepreneur doing all these, I don't know about the nation, uh, country, Africa, and all that, how do you relax? Well, um, I love movies and I love eating. So, <laughs> yes, those are my two favorite things, movies and eating. I'm actually thinking about doing a blog about the best places to eat in, in Accra. Not just, no, sorry, in Ghana. Because I, I go out to the rural areas and, you know, I travel around. So, I'm actually thinking about doing like a a, a food blog <laughs> because that's one of the things I really like and it really helps me to relax when I have a good meal and I like eating and trying different things the food from different places and in fact every good movie or series I don't yeah. miss those things yeah. those things really help me relax and it sort of opens me up to different different experiences I, I'm, I, I think I'm an adventure junkie so yeah. You know, I like trying different and new things. I, I, I could see that not only relaxing, but you are also blending technology into that. And it's <laughs> not really relaxing. You are relaxing, but you're learning, you're doing some other Exactly. <laughs> All right. So let's know, how can uh, listeners get in touch with you after? Uh, okay. Um. Well, I use social media a lot. So you can follow me on Twitter. My handle is R-A-G-Y-A-R-E. A-G-Y-A-R-E R- and... Um, you can go onto my website, strongcosolutions.com. Um, my email is there. My phone number is there. My contact information is there. Mm-hmm. Or you can find me on Facebook. Um, you can either find Regina Jare or Strunko Solutions on Facebook. And I am constantly online. So and I'm I respond to online, yeah. yeah, I respond to <laughs> I respond to tweets. I respond to messages on Facebook. I respond to calls. Like I said, customer service. So. <laughs> If there's anything that you need, you can reach me on the social media platforms or go onto my website. All right. Lastly, I want to ask uh, your billion-dollar word or advice: area of technology to the world. One, a sentence, a word. Um. Well, in the area of technology, let me see. A sentence that I I, I think I can give is: local solutions 
to local problems local. or local tech solutions to local problems. Okay. I like local tech solutions. Exactly, to, to local, local problems. problems. Yes. Yeah, techie guys and ladies, we can do that. Uh, uh, coding girls, right? Yes. Girl coders, okay, and all that. Yes, and wait, before I leave this out, I have this, um, I founded this group. It's called Tech Needs Girls with uh, Rashida and uh, Charisma and uh, eight other mentors in Kumasi. So well, it's a mentorship program where we, we train girls on how to code on software, uh, mobile applications. So we did a workshop in Kumasi and we're, we're taking it on the road. So it's this new movement of getting more females into technology, not just consuming it not just consuming it, but creating it. So we're, get, we're hoping to get more female coders. So to all the females out there who are thinking about technology, mm. who are interested, um, get in touch because we need more females in technology. Sure, I'll push more to you. Yes, and so I joined this. Yes, yes, and so I, I'm expecting you. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. We certainly going to have you on the show again because there's more to learn to share, especially to uh, the female uh, uh, ones then in the area of technology too. So thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. And we're going to have our watch after this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listener, that, that was Regina Ijari of Stronko Solutions. And you can visit her website, reginaijari.com. And you can connect with her on all social media platforms. And let's get connected. Let's use tech, local tech solutions to help our, our problems. Okay, this is an input from Owusu Boatin Evans. Owusu says, hi, Regina. I like what you're doing. And Bernard, your program is giving those of us overseas the courage to move back to Ghana. In fact, you must come quickly <laughs> and and help in the in the change that is already started by Regina and others. Bravo, guys! Thank you. Or we should move back soon as possible, and let's as use tech to solve uh, problems. Thanks. All right, now you want going to hear the, the voice of a of a poet, Elitly. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard Hardy. How are you doing? Good as God here, and that deep voice of the Afro. <laughs> <coughs> Um, my voice is a little bit broken, but I think it's okay. We it's still making it beautiful. Broken but beautiful. I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, n- I'll not let you rest. Roll my first poem for me. Your first poem? Yes, do that. Um, first poem. And when you're done, you're going to write one in the area of technology for Regina for us. Regina, are you ready? I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my first poem is um, a very short one. Okay, let's go. Um, it's one of the co- few, like the collections like in the book. It's written by my very best friend, Jonathan Ogini. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, I lost him like, like to a car accident. Yeah. But I have his poems over here, so I'm going to keep up with the work. And so, life's treasures to me. Among flowers, there are roses. Among rocks, there are diamonds. Among thorns, there are lilies. Among the wild, there are the tamed. Among angels, there you are found to be the most beautiful and the fairest of all. You. Wow. Beautiful. Very beautiful. Among tech ladies, we have Regina. <laughs> 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 All right, let's listen. This is Elitli Makoli. is a poet, and uh, and you know, we're looking at his book, A Heart's Quest. I know my heart is panting. What is that? A uh, heart's quest. Yeah. You're already on, like, on a quest. 
like for the two of us to be here talking to each other, I mean, you're on a quest, you've been able to identify with your purpose and you're beating with it. Um, beating with, with it because like heart keeps rhythm. So each individual has a personal rhythm. Like let's say, let's say when you get, you get to a particular place, you get to meet new people and people who are sensitive enough get to see, oh, this guy has a sort of good vibe. So that comes as a result of doing what you are meant to do, like your purpose here. If you're able to tune into that purpose, um, the full force of heaven gets to be behind you, ahead of you, all around you, and then your momentum for the quest is maximized. And then certainly uh, by the time you'll be out of this plane of life, you'd have been happy, a happy person, well, like well fulfilled, and people around you being happy as well because you'd have done a lot on the earth, changing lives, touching hearts, let's hearts, quest. Uh, let's look at the book. Uh, what, uh, what, what does the book seek to communicate to us? Well, well, I say it's there. It's like, this might not be the best literary work, but it's my best there. Like that. Uh, there because like, yeah. we found ourselves in this part of the world where like we're in Ghana, people are scared to express themselves. Uh, people go through experiences they are not eager to put out there for ad like for others to you know have contact with it in, with it in order to get inspired mm -hmm. so basically this book talks about so many things like um from all spheres of life i'm not going to limit it to anything it's about life it's about love it's about philosophy uh it's about the human being it's basically about the human being because it's like an experience day-to-day -day ex experiences and i've just been daring enough to put it into a book and then to get it out there for people to um, have contact with it, read it, and then apply. Um, well, I it's out. Like, well, I'm not too old. I'm young, and I've been able to do this. So if other, like, you know, young ones like myself get to see this and like, okay, he's been able to do it. It means what I've been, like, having inside of me all this while, like, I've been hearing the voice, do this, do this, and you've been holding back all the while. You have the courage and the guts to come out with it well people might say it's difficult to follow one's dreams or one's heartbeat mm -hmm. however uh, the good thing about it is like it's challenging but that is what makes you a fulfilled human being it makes you whole so doing that it's I think it's the best thing to do whilst you're in like in, in existence without it you have not lived any life at all and somewhere along the line it like with the challenges and everything you get to meet good people like yourself who has given me like the platform to be able to express myself as of now. So yeah, good people come in to help gradually, but it takes time for all to happen. Yeah, and it's a learning process as well. Yeah, really inspiring us that uh it's daring you to dare to pursue that dream and yeah. when you when you step out to I always say that the universe or God in his own wisdom will bring people to support you and help you. Uh and that's true. Where can we get access to the book right now? Um access to the book the book is yet to be launched. Um Ghana is one, um, should I say, Ghanaians are conservatives. Um, as of now, it's been challenging. I did all this work by myself, like from the publishing to everything. And like now, I've, like, I have some, some few people trying to give me an outlet to be able to express myself. But for the shops, as of now, I tried. All the shops I tried, I didn't get any like good feedback. And that's very challenging. I've been to so many bookshops, I don't want to mention names. And they are like there are very few Ghanaian writers like um, have books in the bookshops, and then you ask why they don't tell you anything. And well, it's challenging. So I said, now I'm just going to launch it. It's my dare. 
I'm challenging the status quo, the system. When the launch date? And the, the, the launch date is 31st, like coming Wednesday at the British Council, 5.30 p.m. 31st this month? This month. Friday. This Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So after work, British Council. British Council. Opposite City House. If you don't know City House, just get to National Theatre and it's like you stand at National Theatre. You look down straight, there's this very tall building. British it's Council. old. I don't know how old it, it is anyway, but it's old. And so you see this tall building on the it's left. It's open to the uh, public. Everyone it's can open. Ask. Like All right, listeners, if you want to get a copy of the book, uh, Hearts Quest, uh, this Wednesday, the 1st of August. That's a great day to you. And, uh, and the, the last um, uh, day in the month of August. Yeah. At the, British the, ma- the month of July. July, sorry. Uh, at, um, at the British, British Council. It's 5 p.m. And it's free, open to the public. So open to the public. And tell a friend and let's, let's be there. Yeah, tell a friend, tell a friend come support it's going to be great because there will be performances the whole thing is like a revolution for poetry like I think uh, well it's not just about me it's about poetry we are giving poetry a voice I believe poetry is a tool to construct like society if you look at civilizations that have done very well in the past like you realize that they have a history for art like this an art history and the same way well you look around the West you realize that they fall a lot like back on their artworks people who have contributed to the art and so well it is time for us to do our part the, our fathers have tried i wouldn't say they've done the best of stuff like um they, they, they've not done the best to keep things like steady and focused they've not left us a lineage but i think the youth of this um, generation are doing great because like there's sort of a revival and almost every young person is trying to put his heart and mind out there in the form of poetry and i think if we keep doing this society will change i believe that i really society will change because you are expressing not just being a conservative just expressing 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 you never know what comes out of expression and that's why uh, one of the most very basic laws for the human race is like freedom freedom Great. Uh, if you can hear the voice, and Pakofi Tinejay says, bold, different, and refreshing. Big ups. Uh, thank you, Pakofi. That's to you, Ali. Plim Akoli. And now, is there any direct contact you can call to be there or to get a copy of the book, Mass? What, what, how, do you, how do you connect with you after the show and now even to get well, access to the book? After the show, um, I'm at, like, my handle, Twitter, Twitter handle, The God of Poetry. I'm on Facebook, Ali Plim Akoli. I can like my I can get my number out there. My number zero two four two one four nine three two five zero two four two one four nine three two five zero two four two one four nine three two five. Um, I'm sure, and I believe I'm going to get have some very good outlets. Um, people who would want to sell copies of the book. As of now, I spoke to the FCA Foundation for Contemporary Arts at the Dubois Center. They are willing to have copies of my book um, for sale. So let's say I can get them some copies. So anybody interested, anyone who wants a copy, apart from getting in touch with me personally, can get in touch with the FC at the Dubois Center and get some some copies to buy. This book is a piece like it's, it's a lovely piece of right like um, collection of poetry. It's beautiful. Um, well, there's this other piece I call the Golden Dawn. All right, so you did that last piece for us, and we end for two. The yeah. Golden Dawn. Let's go. If it's the last piece, if it's the yeah. last piece. Oh, you take your, give us your last piece now. Okay, Golden Dawn. So, listeners, is Ali Klim Akoli is a poet, and the book is A Heart's Quest. Be launched this Wednesday at the British Council, 31st uh, July, and be there at 5 p.m. So, that is that. So, let's have the last Instead one. Instead of doing the Golden Dawn. Okay. 
I'd like to get the message out there. This okay. is what I call an ode to the God of Poetry. Let's hear that then. Um, tonight, I embrace my godliness. Unlike little mortals who speak the word, yet the word unrefined, I come to you as a God of Poetry. So I will speak in the voice of thunder. In the rumbling cries of the sea I speak, I will demonstrate to you my power in virtue as a God of Poetry. So I will speak of desires sex, love, and all the passions you can think of, yet godly will I present them, for I am the God of poetry. I will speak again in thunder, in lightning, I will speak in the voice of the cries of the little child seeking attention, attention from the deprived world of mortal men. I will again speak in the vocal language of mystery, in the passion of the spoken word, I will speak for a God I am, and I am proud to embrace my nobility. What about you? I am the God of poetry seeking the compliments of his soul. Where is she? Where has she gone? Where are you? In your radiance, come to me. Come to me so we can dance on the rays of the sun. Come to me, my goddess, for I am the God of poetry. My identity is sealed. In, line in my lineage, I take pride, for I have built worlds, great nations, great civilization in words. I am the God of poetry, and I have lived beyond mortality once, yet today reborn in the mist. A mortal man. Yet with godly features. Can't you see them? Can't you see them? <laughs> I have been born again to build with you what we once built together, and yet in broken dreams mankind tore apart the beauty of truth civilization to the self. I have come to give hope, pride in truth, the self. To feed you with opportunity or divinity, I speak in the poetic voice to welcome you back home. I will tremble in this voice, quick in it, until we are done with the mission. I am the God of poetry. Ali Plim Akoli, I think you can clap for you. Regan, let's do that for great piece there, God of poetry. I think, listen, you need to be there. That's Wednesday to the 1st of July at British Council is 5 p.m. Get a copy of the book A Heart's Quest by Ellie Pim Akoli. Thank you very much for coming on the show and we connect with you soon on that. Thank you, Bernard, for having me. It's a pleasure. Thanks um, for the warmth. Yeah, okay. So, listeners, my guest has been Ellie Pim Akoli, a poet with the book A Heart's Quest and Regina Ijari of Suronko Solutions to Take It Care. Right, this has been YouFWISE Forum, proudly part by 233Host.com. And I've been your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. BKC is the name. Inspiration is the game. I say, enjoy life. God bless you. Same time next week, 9 a.m. <laughs>